Hi, Lisa Novak. Welcome to Courageous Conversations. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Leanne. Absolute pleasure. So we are right in the middle of, um, as our friend Tanja Lee says, Corona Loco. Um, yeah. I'm um, I'm holed up at home in my lounge room. You're in the office though. Yes. 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 Been in the office the whole time. You know, the government never told us to close. So uh, it's been, you know, all, all systems go here, that's for sure. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I'm certainly still seeing you out and about on social media. But before we get to that, I want to just go back because you've only actually been selling real estate for how long now? So I've been in sales for just over two years. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a crazy life. And it's really um, an incredible lesson for anybody watching who is new. Just the the profile you've been able to generate in that period of time has been phenomenal. Yeah. And look, Um, I was was green when I started in sales two years ago, you know, although I'd been in the background of our business, which I think we're going to cover. Yeah, absolutely. So let's let's talk about that. How long has Novak been around? Novak's in DY and, and it's you and your husband, right? It is, yes, 18 years. Okay. And so you've only been in sales for two years, but you were working in admin or what were you doing before? Yeah, so I was always working in the background of the business. So, um, but, you know, the business needed me there. So initially in a marketing capacity and then later on I moved more into a general manager role. Right. Um, so overseeing a lot of the systems and structures and staff at the, in yeah. the business. We've got 50 staff, so there's a lot to look after. Yeah. A lot. Um, but I'd always wanted to be in sales, always, for as long as I can remember. But raising children and the business needed me, so the timing just wasn't right. So about two years ago, I just literally picked up from one death to another one night and thought, you know what, it's now or never. Um, I was 46 then, 48 now. So you didn't I, have, did you have a lot of conversations with Mark about it or you just went, you know what, bugger it, I'm going to do it now? No, lots. I used to drive him crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Lots. I mean, he, he'd always known that I wanted to come into sales as well. But again, you know, raising small children, I mean, anyone that's, you know, that's listening or watching knows that that is, you know, that's a full-time job, raising sure. small children. So it was only until the children got older and the business didn't need me as much um, that I was able then to take that leap into sales. Yeah, right. And in two short years, you've become a bit of a you've become a bit of an internet sensation and a bit of a, a sensation on the speaking circuit out and about. You must find that a little bit amusing, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So one of the funny things is I'm petrified of public speaking and petrified of being in front of a camera. Crazy but true. Yeah. So it's almost quite um, ironic that this is what I find myself doing with a lot of my week now. Yeah, that really, that really is. So tell me, when you first started in sales, what did you, how did you approach it from the beginning? Um, Ripped the band-aid off very quick. So literally one night decided that um, I was going to move from my desk. So my GM hat took that off and then went and sat myself down in the, uh, in the sales room yep. and the phone rang and I answered the telephone. It was about 7 o'clock at night and someone wanted an appraisal. It was an office appraisal. And um, I really sounded like I knew what I was talking about. I mean, I'd been in the business 16 years. Yeah, of so course, you would, you would yeah. know what you were talking about, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well I thought, oh, this is just going to be so easy. I mean, I'll just move seats and, of course, I'll just hit the ground running with it all. But, yeah. you know, they, anyway, long story short, I ended up signing up this client and um, they, they were a landlord. And I remember saying to Mark, okay, so I've signed up this listing 
like, what do I do? Do I just bring the buyers in? He said, no, you need a contract. And I said, contract? What? <laughs> Where do I get a contract from? Anyway, then ended up getting the contract. First person I showed through this apartment in Collaroy, I sold it to and I called Mark and said, okay, so I've got an offer on the property. Now what do I do? He said, what do you mean you've got an offer? And I said, wasn't that what you meant to do? <laughs> so, you know, I mean, look, in many ways, I did hit the ground running. I don't know if it was a bit of beginner's luck. But, you know, Leanne, I truly at that time realised that I was where I was meant to be. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that, that's amazing, actually, because I don't yeah. think there's many people out there that can say that they truly know exactly where, where we're meant to be and what we're meant to be doing. Yeah, that's the hard thing, right? That is the hard thing. Yeah. So you've got to love what you do. Yeah, you sure do. Yeah, that's a challenge as well. And so the whole internet thing, the whole social media thing, why did that come about? So I kind of fell into it. One thing that I'd recognised from the outside looking in before I was in sales was I just felt like the industry was stuck in in a tie warp. And I really couldn't understand why all agents were more or less doing the same thing. Um, and selling on the same portals. And I'd often wondered about vendors that didn't have any money for marketing or had been on the market with another agent or just simply wanted to dip their toes in and do a bit of an off-market campaign. I just, you know, truly thought there's not a, a strategy out there that really works for these vendors. What do they do? And because I didn't have a lot of listings when I first started, we're allowed to cross-sell here in our office. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go through our website and start just, you know, going through all the listings that had been sitting on there for quite a while. I'd slowly just been building up my social media portals anyway across Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know what, I've got nothing to lose. I'll just go out with my iPhone and just do a quick little video of a property that we had at the time in Narrowena. And so that's what I did. I Mm -hmm. went through the property and I said, look, guys, you know, this is here. It's on my social media. Anyway, Long story short, I ended up selling that property within 48 hours. The other people in the office must be sitting there in the background going, what the hell's going on with this chick? Well, I must say I was at the time as well. (laughs) I, I just thought... Okay, surely it just can't be that easy, you know. But I didn't also realise at the time that I had more of an audience than what I'd anticipated. Right. So little did I know that building up all of, you know, my audience and getting my content on over time, I had started to build somewhat of a tribe of people that were following. So not only did I have my friends and family on there, who incidentally are your best marketeers, but I'd also started to build a bit of a following. I was just getting all sorts of content up, whatever I could do, you know, talking about local stuff and the market and properties that were coming on and all that, that kind of thing. So the house in Narrowena, um, that ended up selling in 48 hours. So I thought, you know what, I've got nothing to lose. The vendor's over the moon, didn't cost him anything. Let me take another old listing that's on, on the website mm-hmm. and then sold that pretty quickly as well. So... It was right then that I thought, okay, this kind of all starts to make sense to me. All I've got to do is start to build up more and more and more of a following. And obviously buyers like the opportunity of being able to see pre-portal property on their social media feeds. Mm -hmm. And vendors love it because they don't have to pay any money for marketing and they can just dip their toes in the water or they can be a pre-market and not have to spend any money. And so that's kind of how it started. Yeah, right. And then I just kept building it and building it and building it. And 
look, you know, it's not the easy way, to be honest, because it's much easier to take a vendor of credit card and put money on there for REA or Domain and just get them onto those, you know, phenomenal portals. But this is just an alternative for people and it's been extremely successful for vendors and buyers. Yeah, it does sound like it. So how old are your kids now? So the eldest is 21 and the youngest is 14. Okay, and so what do they think about mum's new career? Are they? (laughs) What does any 21 or 14-year-old think about their mum who's on social media? Um, They cringe. They cringe. Oh, my God, mum, can't you start it another way than just like, hi, guys? Or why would you do it that way? <laughs> they cringe. Very judgmental, aren't they? They're yeah. all very judgmental. They are. No, they're very supportive, but yeah, yes, they are judgmental. <laughs> and tell me, yeah. you've been working with your husband for a really long time. There must be challenges and opportunities in that. How does that go? Wow, that's a really good question. I haven't been asked this one before. So it actually goes really well. Um, yeah. Not many husbands and wives, Leanne, can work together. No. But when, when they can, it's actually quite a magical combination. Mark and I bring really different things to the table. So I'm the only one really in our office that sells property on social media. It's not the only way I sell, but, you know, that's obviously a big part of what I do now. So hold on a second. The rest of your office haven't looked at your success and gone, okay, I'm going to do that too? So they do do social media without a doubt, some more than others. Yep. But no, not everyone. And look, the thing wow. is, is that, I, I, you know, a lot of our sales guys have been here with us for a really long, long time. time. Yeah. Yeah, 16 years, 10 years, seven years. Everyone's kind of got their own groove. Yeah, and this yeah. is what I was saying before about not to suggest that they're stuck in a time warp, but the industry has got their own groove. And so what we're going through right now with COVID is a great example of how the industry struggles now to pivot. And I think we've done a phenomenal job, don't get me wrong, but the amount of agents that contact me on a daily basis wanting to know how to sell property on social media, it's like there's not like a three-step guide to this. You know, it's kind of something that needs to be built up over time. Yeah, that's the thing, right? You can't just decide to do it today and start selling things tomorrow. You do have to have that content strategy, however organic that is. Correct. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot that goes on under the iceberg, you know, there really is. I mean, you know, it's four or five hours a day that I'm bending on my social media. So, so if I'm not So if I'm is not that posting, because you're responding you're responding to people and all that sort of stuff as well as posting, yeah. Yeah, so posting and I mean, you know, you're you're right across social as well. It's a lot yeah. of work. It is. Um, so yeah. lots of video content. If you want to keep the content fresh, you've got to be doing new stuff every single day yeah. and responding. So a big part of being successful on your social media is actually being super responsive. And I know you are. You know, if someone puts through a what's a price guide on a property, getting yeah. back to them within five minutes is critical. And that's not always that easy, I find, because sometimes, particularly Facebook is not so bad, but LinkedIn in particular, the comments don't come up. Or you don't get an alert on the comments for quite some time. So you've literally got to be checking all the time. And it is. All the time. It's really time consuming. It is. And when you think about when people are on their social media, it's usually, I mean, now obviously we're in extraordinary times and people are probably on it more than than usual. But, you know, most of the time it's first thing in the morning and it's last thing at night. Yeah. So, right. And after a really busy day in real estate, you've got to be game on. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. So to go back to go back to working with Mark, was it ever you've been doing it for a long time, obviously, but how challenging was it in the beginning? Never. Do you know? How good is that? Here's, yeah. Here's here's a fun fact: we've never ever had an argument over work ever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and this, the, and why is because we're not both salespeople. We don't sell together. We don't list together. We don't do the same job. Mark sits at one side of the office and I sit at the other. Um, Mark more or less now oversees the business. Right. So that's a big critical part for Mark and he's phenomenal at it. And I'm really just, you know, engaged in sales, listing, selling. So our paths kind of don't cross unless we've got to make a decision about the business together. Yeah, right. That's amazing. So what do you argue about then? Not a whole lot, actually. Actually, my husband and I don't argue very much either. Don't you? So, no, no. We've been Sorry, married thirty years next year, and um, yeah, we probably I can count on one hand how many really serious arguments we've had. Yeah, Same here. Much. Same yeah. here. We don't. We actually we we have ridiculous amounts in common, and this is the other thing, right? You know. We both do a lot on social media, so it's not like I'm constantly on my phone and I'm constantly doing videos and on Facebook and la, la, la. And, you know, Mark's sitting there going, oh, my God, are you on that phone again? Again, yeah. He, he is just as much. Yeah. So, yeah, we're both the same amounts of craziness. How good is that? You, don't, you mustn't get yeah. much downtime, though. No, we don't. No, no. So usually what we do, we take about three or four holidays a year. Um, oh, back in the good old days. Back in the good afternoon, you know, we could, where we could, fly. Where we could travel. Yeah. yeah, we saw a plane in the sky the other day. So we're like, wow. Um, but uh, we do, yeah, we're quite mindful of that. But even then, like Mark's really good at switching off. I'm really bad at it. Yeah. So, uh, but we don't, no, no, we don't. And that's what I'm saying. We're the same level of craziness, to be honest. Um, yeah. And that's what works. That's what works for us. Exactly. You know, a lot of people ask, how do you find your balance? Um, my balance is not going to be the same as yours. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. I get asked that all the time as well because, I, as you know, I work pretty frantically most of the time as well. Um, yeah. It's been quite a novel concept for me to be in the one place for a month. That never happens. Yeah. But you're exactly right. My balance is not your balance. And it's not really a balance. It's a, like it's a work-life integration for me. It, all of the parts need to work together. Yeah, 100%. Look, a girlfriend of mine just did this silent meditation retreat. You know, right. this is going back just pre-COVID. Yeah. And um, she was saying, you, you should really do it, you know, to be amazing for you. And I thought that would be my definition of torture. Me too. To yeah. make me be quiet for 10 days without my phone. I, I think I'd have an anxiety attack. <laughs> yeah, I think I would have an anxiety attack as well. That would not be, um, that would not be pleasant. Just the whole thought <laughs> of that would send me into a panic. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, how funny. Yeah. Yeah. All right, my friend. Well, it's so lovely to catch up with you. Thank you for making the time. My pleasure. Um, and um, I will look forward to actually catching up with you in person. They, the, the government's just said um, we can actually have two people and a child go out Yay. today. How exciting is that? I know, I saw that. My girlfriend messaged me first thing this morning and said, Don't care what you're doing on Saturday night, we're coming over. Yeah, how good is that? So good. Yeah. yeah. It's started, and it, you know what? It's all starting to feel good now. Everything yep. is starting to feel better. This week in particular has been twice as busy. The roads have been busy. Yep. Um, you know, children are, are back at, at school or they're online learning. Um, we're definitely starting to feel normality. So it's all, it's all super positive. And I think for what it's worth, um, our country 
um, has done a phenomenal job, as have you, Leanne. You've done a phenomenal um, job at keeping the industry up to date with what is going on, good, factual, no-nonsense information. Oh, well, thank you very much. It's nice to be able to be of service and it's really nice for people to actually see what the Real Estate Institute does because most of what we do is in the background and people don't think about it, they don't see it, they just don't like to pay fees to keep us running. But in times like this, I think that where um, anybody in a leadership position is able to show their real value, which is really 100%. important. 100%. I agree. Couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, you have a very wonderful rest of the day and enjoy that catch up with your girlfriend on Saturday Thank night. You. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Bye.